Shalom Lechem Rabbi Yisai. This week's parasha, parasha Vayetze, discusses after Yaakov was instructed by his parents, Yitzhak and Rivka, to leave home and to go to Haran, as Esau was threatening to kill him over stealing the brachas that were given to Yaakov by Yitzchak. And Rivka, Yitzchak and Rivka advised him to go to Haran, where Yitzchak's, where Rivka's brother Lavan lived, and to go on with life and to try to start his life and to get married. Yaakov went on his way, went off to Yeshiva first for 14 years, Yeshiva Shem Ve'ever, then made his way to Haran. It's Rachel, and then it's Lavad, and uh, makes an agreement with Rachel to, with Lavad to marry Rachel, and he tricks her to give him Leah, and then afterwards Rachel, and then he has Bill and Zilpah, right? The whole, the whole story of Yaakov's <coughs> having four wives, two wives and two shivachas, two shivachas. And everyone knew that from Yaakov it was supposed to come out twelve shvachim. And uh, the Shvatim started to be born. Leah had six children. Each of the Shivchais had two children each. And then when Rachel gave birth to Yasef, then Yaakov knew that it was safe for him to return back to Yitzchak. And there was no danger for Esau because Esau was considered like the, the cash or the straw. And Yaakov was the Esh and Yasef was the, the love, the hover, the flame. And once we have the fire together with its flame, then we'll be able to conquer the, the straw, the cash, and to be able to not have any fear of Esau. But before he does that, he discusses it with his wives, takes Rachel and Leah out to the, <coughs> to the, uh, you know, to the forest, he takes them out into the yard, and he talks to them and asks them, Rishos, and they, they're very happy to go back. And then he suddenly leaves the house of Zavah. Lovin being very disturbed by this, eventually noticing that they left. Lovin runs after them and starts telling Yaakov, you know, how upset he is that he didn't give, you know, he didn't give a grandfather and a father a chance to be able to send away the children in a way that's uh, honorable, to give a chance to give them a kiss. And after he, afterwards, Yaakov and Lovin make an, an agreement with each other, a, a bris with each other, a covenant between each other. That uh, that they're that they're not going to do any wrongdoings to each other, and no one's going to uh, offend the other one. That uh, that Yaakov will fulfill his commitments to love his daughters to make sure that they have what they need, and they make a they take a matzav and they put it up. That uh, and then then at that point, love is ready to go back. The pasuk says, "Vayash came love and woke up in the morning." Early in the morning, Vayinashek Levadov Levnaisov, and he kissed his sons and daughters, his grandchildren, Vayivarech Esem, Esem. And he gave a bracha to them, Vayelech Vayashev Lavan Lemkaymer. And then Lavan went back home. Now, why he got up so, well, the Torah has to tell me that he got up early in the morning, what was the point in that? Well, that we're not going to deal with that right now. But the Torah stresses the Nakuda that Lavan came to give a bracha to his children. Now, <clears throat> the question which Mepharshim asks in the in Sefer Sosbim Masecha, but they ask the question, why was there such a big emphasis put on the bracha that Lavan gave to his children? You know, 
the tefillahs and the brachas of love and weren't exactly the most uh, preferred things in the Torah. But the Medrash Shabbat tells us that when Eliezer came to find a wife for Yitzchak, and he was about to take Rivka back to the home of uh, to Abraham Avinu and to Yitzchak for her to get married, <clears throat> and uh, you know he had to get Lavan's agreement. The soul at that point was not alive anymore because he tried to kill Eliezer. They switched the plates, and and uh, was the one that was poisoned. So Lavan gives a bracha to his sister Achisena, our sister At Tehi At Hayi the Alpha Revolver. Right, you will multiply in the thousands and multi thousands and hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands. You'll multiply in, and a whole dynasty will come out from you. In actual, uh, this these words are usually a bracha that when a kala goes is you know about to go down to the chuppah when they come to the bedekin. So often the it's that the minute in Christ, so that the father gives this bracha to his to his daughter that she should be able to have. Uh, children and to be able to have uh, a whole legacy coming out of her. But Lamaisu, when Lavan did that, that worked against Rivka's, uh, you know, benefit. The Medrash tells us that Rivka was barren for 20 years. And the Medrash says, How come Rivka was barren until Yitzchak Davin? Only when Yitzchak Davin, by Yetzalai, Hashem listened to his filler that we spoke about in last week's Tasha. But until then, Rivka was barren. Why was she barren? Shalayu Aidi Kechavim Aimim, that the Goyim shouldn't say, Filaseinu Asasapeiros, that our filler, the filler of the Aidi Kechavim, those that worship idols, that their filler were successful in being able to bring out fruits. In other words, they would say, oh, you know why Rivka had children? Because of Lavan's bracha. And therefore, we wanted to make sure that it should be clear that the kayach of Naibi Kechavim is not something that has the kayach to bring out Paris from that. So, therefore, the, she was left barren until Yitzchak um, davened for her. So, that's the case. So, the Torah makes an emphasis about the fact that Lavan gave a bracha to his children over here, the grandchildren. Why is it well, Why is that so valuable to us? Why is that so important for Torah to tell us that? And what's it? What's it? Why is that in any way beneficial to us? So, <clears throat> the Svarnai says something very interesting. This is something which is very important for for parents to know and anyone to know. Really, we'll see what we'll see what I mean. The Svarnai says, "By varch esem eshem when loving ever bracha to them, amru al So it doesn't bother us so much that it talks about love and giving a bracha, even though he's a simple person, he wasn't, right, he wasn't a, a tzaddik, right? We have a cloud. Don't take the bracha of a simple person, light in your eyes, because sometimes the, the bracha of a simple person can have a big effect. So that's how the Svarna starts off. But then he adds on. Amnam, but in truth, the reason why the Torah emphasizes and tells us over the story of love and giving bracha to his children, in order to teach us, when you have the bracha of a father who gives the bracha with his children, with his whole nefesh, with his whole soul, with his whole kayach, there's so much in, inside his bracha that he gives. 
בצלם הלוקים המבורך, כאמור בעבור ברוך בנפשי. That the Kayak of a father, when he gives the brother to his children, then it's Bechol Nafshoi, that even if the father or the mother, which are giving the Bracha Bechol Nafshoi, are not Tzadikim, and maybe even Rishoim, there's no suffix that there's a room for that Bracha to be Chal on top of the, uh, onto the children and to be Mekuyim. So when Lavan gave the Bracha to Rivka, his sister, then it was a sister, it wasn't the father. And he gave the bracha, so there, we wanted to make sure to make clear that they should make that mistake. But when it's a father giving over the bracha to the children, that's given over b'chol nafshoi, so there's no suffix that, that that bracha is meant to be chal. You see from here, the kayak of the tefillahs of a, of a parent, tefillahs of a father. You know, they uh, bring a story, you know, sometimes in Zechel, once a year at least, that Rav Gamliro Benovich Shlita, Rav Slavin usually brings him to the yeshiva, and comes for a Shabbos to the yeshiva and talks to the boys. A few times a year he comes to talk to the boys throughout the year. So he tells a story one time <coughs> that happened with the Nesiva Shalom. Nesiva Shalom, the, the son of Rebbe. But there was once a, a family in, in Yerushalayim, I think, that had 21 children big family, and 20 out of the 21 were very, very successful and became, you know, B'nai Tayo and Yerushimayim, but there was one child that totally went off the derech, totally left, for, you know, forsook the house completely, and the, you know, they, they did, the parents did all types of things, all types of efforts to try to change this, this child's mind and to, to, to encourage him, to bring him back, and to make him come closer to Yiddishkeit. But the child was totally closed off. He didn't want to hear anything. He refused to hear anything that they wanted to say. So they came to the Siva Shalom and they asked him, you know, what to do. And he said, you know, he said to him, you know, we don't know what to do. We're at our wits end you know, over here. In other words, we're broken about this. We tried. We know we're davening. And, you know, and, and he's not willing to come back. So the Rebbe said, the son of Rebbe said to them, tell me, did you daven the way you're supposed to daven? He says, yeah, so we David, you know, we David, you know, we did what we could do, you know, what, what you know, yeah. So the son of said, no, 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 you have to make a special, special tefillah that's something out of this, out of the ordinary for this thing, a special tefillah just for this. So they understood what he wanted, and they went back, and they got the whole family together, and they went to the cover of Roshim Bayechai in Leon, and they stood there, and they said the whole Sefer Tehillim, and they cried, and they were diving with their whole hearts. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, <clears throat> the son shows up at home, and he says, I don't know what to tell you over here. Something strange is happening to me, but I started feeling different about things now, and something just got a hold of me, and I, and I, I want to come back. And they were amazed to see the kayak of the tefillah that came from the parents and the family coming here, because it was like, like Lushan of the like Lushan of the of the Sarnai, Bechol Nafshoi. And I once heard from Rashlama Levenstein, he said that uh, the big Panavich Rosh Hashiva of the of the Yeshiva Tana of uh <coughs> of uh <coughs> Yehuda Lefkowitz, that's out. So he once said over 
Now, he was in a yeshiva katana, which is a high school age in Eretz Yisrael. And he said he had Talmidim all through the years, decades and decades and decades of Talmidim that, that, that he had a cash with. And as they would grow older, right, and they would go to Yeshiva Gala, to Bez Medrash, and then they would get married, they would, keep, they would keep in touch with him. So there was one family that sent me three sons to the Yeshiva. And two of the sons were Mamish Mitsuyan, and they were, they were excellent, they were doing well, and they were a pleasure to have in the Yeshiva. Mitsuyanim, they were, they, were, they were doing excellent. But they had one son that gave me a run for my money. Oh, was he difficult? Oh, was he challenging? And I, you know, he, but he, he, he made it through the Yeshiva Tana. He, he, we, we held him, we, we pulled him through. But boy, did he give us a difficult time. He says, you know, now it's years later, decades later, and all three of them, all three of them come to wish me a good Yontif on Yontif. They come to be the Kabbalah Rabbi, the Yontif, and they all come to me to wish me a good Yontif, all three of them. But I'll tell you, the two one, two brothers that were Mitzianim, they remain Mitzianim. They're still Mitzianim until this day. They're doing excellent, building up their family. The third one, who gave you a run for my money, he's a very, very chash of Rosh Hashiva today. And really, who this said, I could tell you why that happened. Because the, the, when the parents dabbled for all the children, for that child that they had so much challenge with, there was so much input that they put into the tefillahs that they gave to that child. Like the Svarna says, that <clears throat> that they did it with their whole nefesh, with their whole soul. So then that, that, that tefillah was something which they maybe didn't see right away when they saw that the child was challenging, or something that paid off in the, in the, in the end that brought them to the, to, to, to the product of having a son that, that came much further and much greater than even the first two sons that, uh, that they had. From here we see, first of all, the Kayach of our parents' tefillahs, the Kayach of our parents' brachas, and we have to be able to appreciate that, and we have to be able to take advantage of it, and have to be mezalvul. Sometimes even if, let's say, we, a person you know, doesn't realize that the chashivas of a parent is just the fact that the parent is a parent on their own. But it also teaches us what we have to put, how we have to put an input into our tefillah. That our tefillah can't just be words that are being parroted and we're just saying. It has to be the whole nafsha. It has to be with your whole soul. You have to believe that through the kayach of this tefillah is going to be the issue that I'm going to come to. And when a person puts that input into the tefillah, that can prepare them to be matziach. There's no doubt about it. You know, we've all been davening Klai Yisrael for you know, just about two months now, almost two months. And it's been a trying period in Klai Yisrael. I'm all davening for Achenu Kolbeis Yisrael. If we upgrade our tefillah a little bit, and we realize that that ain't no bilvabed, there's nobody except the Kodesh Baruch and we take our our kayak, we put it into the tefillah with the idea that it's b'chol nafshay. That as Hashem, if we all come together in unison, all of us in Klai Yisrael together with those tefillahs, that should be a schus for us to have Yeshuas and the Chamas. And it should be Shalom Vishalva and Klai Yisrael, and the people which are in captivity should be able to come back to 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 their homes, and there should be no Sakana for Klai Yisrael, and Nitzhashem to bring us with that together, the Gula Shlema, Ben Hera, Yemenu, Amen.
Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos. Go.